0: Now, uh, certainly a story that's been trending worldwide for the last uh, 48 hours or so, uh, is that rapper Jay-Z uh, has become the first ever hip-hop star to become a billionaire. And his fortune comes from uh, a wide array of stakes in different companies and industries. And, uh, of course, uh, a wide array of businesses, anything from Uber right through to Roc Nation, uh, which is, uh, uh, of course, a uh, artist management and uh, uh, sports management agency. And, uh, of course, uh, right through to uh, uh, some of the uh, bubbly uh, that many of you would be familiar with. I'm joined now on the line by a gentleman who for many years has compiled lists of the who's who in the world of media and and entertainment globally. And, of course, how much money many of them are making. His name is uh, Zach O'Malley Greenberg, and he joins me now on the line all the way uh, from the United States of America. Zach, good evening to you, and thank you so much for taking time to join us.
1: Oh, thank you for having me on. I really appreciate
0: it. Zach, let's maybe start off here before, I guess, uh, we get into uh, the status of Jay-Z now as the first hip-hop billionaire. Uh, just talk to us. I mean, you, you've you done this work for, for many years, compiling lists of uh, who's earning what and, uh, of course, ranking these in a ladder uh, of sorts. Just talk to us about uh, the process that uh, you undertake to calculate uh, the wealth of an artist and what goes into that. Is it just about, uh, uh, I guess, uh, how much uh, the brand is worth or is it a... a a combination of all of the holdings that they have uh, in many other brands uh, aside from just the music they create. Sure.
1: Uh, well, we have two different kinds of lists when it comes to the business of entertainment. So, number one, we do earnings lists. So, you know, whatever you pulled in pre-tax over the past year, and then we've got the net worth lists, and this is one of those. Um, this is, you know, the the uh, number one on our on our hip hop uh, net worth list, Jay Z, at um, one billion dollars, and we're gonna release the rest of it next week. But uh, but basically, the way we do it is just like we do any billionaire we go through and we look at every individual asset in their portfolio. So, you know, uh, we look at Armand de Champagne. We try to put a mm. neutral valuation on it. We talk to Wall Street analysts. We talk to competitors. We talk to, you know, anybody who might know anything about it to come up with uh, an estimate. And then we, you know, we kind of triangulate from there for for each one of those assets. So, Mm. you know, from something like that all the way down to his real estate holdings, his stake in Uber, uh, you know, we make sure that we take a look at every possible asset to make sure we get the clearest
0: picture. I mean, I would think that not all of this information is publicly available information. Uh, How do you go about snooping uh, about and trying to find this information?
1: Well, that's where the the uh, part about being a reporter comes in, right? Mm. Um, and that's our job is to go snoop around and you know talk to people on background or not tr- not for uh, attribution, you know, who might have a sense of what's going on in that industry. Just because something isn't publicly known uh, mm. doesn't mean that it, you know the information isn't gettable. So, um, you know, that's that's uh, that's definitely where that part comes yeah. in.
0: I mean, let's talk about. Uh, uh, You know, Sean Carter in this particular instance, uh, Jay-Z, you've certainly been following his career for many years, uh, even before uh, his early foray into the record label business, and uh, uh, you've tracked his rise, of course, in uh, in a book that you have uh, authored um, called How Jay-Z Went from Street Corner to Corner Office, Uh, of course, I guess, uh, 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 making reference there to his history as a drug dealer, uh, to now, I guess, becoming one of the uh, uh, largest uh, voices when it comes to the corridors of wealth and power in the United States.
1: Yeah, so that book came out in 2011, Empire State of Mind, and we've been refreshing it every couple of years uh, to make sure that we got all the latest information in there. But, you know, basically in the book, um, you know, I I thought, well, why not have a a business-focused biography of Jay-Z so that people who are kind of looking to emulate him uh, not just musically, but from an entrepreneurial standpoint, could have that sort of a blueprint um, to to see how he did it, and you know, sort of go in and, and follow in his footsteps. Mm. And um, you know, it's uh, there, there are a lot of different aspects that his empire touches, right? It's not just music. It's spirits and it's streaming and it's real estate and, um, you know, startups, Uber, you name it. So uh, there, there's kind of a lot to grab onto there. Mm.
0: I mean, w- what do you think has distinguished him, certainly from some of his contemporaries, uh, that he may have started uh, out in the hip-hop game with, uh, or even any of the people, I guess, who, who are big names around that uh, period uh, in the 90s when uh, Jay-Z made his foray into uh, into the record business? What, what has distinguished him and his career uh, and uh, the trajectory, his wealth, Uh, I guess uh, his wealth journey has taken.
1: Yeah, I think with him the main thing probably is when he realized in the mid-90s that instead of rapping about other brands, he could start his own brand and rap about that and build the value of it, right? Um, So rather than enriching somebody else, he could enrich himself. And that's what he did, you know, really with uh, Rock Aware, his clothing line first, and, you know, later Armando Brignac and Doucet on the beverage side of things, um, you know, it's a pretty logical conclusion. Um, if you've got to decide to put a product into your songs, you know, why, why should it be somebody else's product mm. when you can start your own?
0: Yeah, and I mean, I, I guess, you know, many people would say there's, there's something fundamentally different even in American culture between a street culture, baggy jeans, and, uh, of course, I guess, the very formal uh, world of Wall Street, and uh, uh, or even Main Street, if I can venture to say that. Uh, how has that particular decision that he took back then to say I've had enough of singing about other people's brands? Let me sing about my own brands. Uh, how did that then, of course, transition to uh, you know a, a context and an environment where Jay Z, you know, says? Uh, he's not a businessman. He is a, uh, uh, the business, and I guess uh, th- that's what explains why he's a billionaire now. H- how has he been able to make that transition to the point now where uh, you know he's able to even uh, take early-stage stakes in the likes of Uber and, uh, of course, uh, have the kinds of conversations that he has with people like Warren Buffett?
1: I think it all goes back to him being a trendsetter. So even when streetwear was kind of the thing with the baggy jeans and so forth, uh, at, at some point he said, you know, I don't wear athletic jerseys, I'm 30-plus you know, give me a crisp pair of jeans and button up. Mm. Uh, he, he kind of changed the paradigm um for the culture. And, you know, when Jay Z said that um, you know, I mean, you could see in the American market and probably worldwide that there was a, a distinct drop in the sales of, uh, of throwback athletic jerseys and such. So, you know, he was able to go take that and, and kind of, you know, his audience, I think, grew with him. And so he went from, um, promoting a certain type of style mm. to, to a different type of style. Uh, he went from, you know, promoting Budweiser to promoting, uh, high-end champagne. Uh, although I think he still promotes Budweiser yeah. uh, on some level, but, um, uh, he he had a deal uh, for for his music festival that, that put on by by the way, the Made in America Music Festival. So, uh, but anyway, you know how does he get into Uber and companies like that? I think it's part of a trend. You see people like Ashton Kutcher, mm. um, you know Nas, Jack getting into these sorts of deals, and I think there's an incredible premium placed on celebrity and you know the audience that comes with that, uh, the kind of People who will pick up your phone if the call is coming sure. from Jay Z sure. or Beyonce or somebody like that if they 're an investor you can you can kind of make some connections that you perhaps couldn 't have made otherwise mm-hmm. and Jay Z was wise enough to uh, to find a way to really leverage that celebrity and that's that 's you know been one of the fundamental underpinnings of how he 's built that billion dollar fortune
0: last question on my end, and uh, of course, uh, many people have suggested that one of the biggest exports of the United States into the world in the last few decades or so has certainly been black culture and of course the the world of showbiz uh, in america and i'm interested in finding out from you just like we've seen uh, with uh, uh, many uh, fund managers and investment houses starting to hone in on cannabis now are we also seeing a similar trend where you know investment in hip-hop or hip-hop related brands uh, starts to become uh, you know an asset class holding its own uh, in the investment universe uh, not only in the u.s but uh, across the globe
1: yeah, hip hop is is huge business, and you know it's the most consumed genre in America. That's that's fact. That's according to Nielsen in terms of, you know, the, the consumption chart. So, you know, hip hop is so much bigger than music. Obviously, from from fashion, to um, you know, to to uh, to lifestyle and, and music and beyond. It's you know it's a giant business, and you know I think seeing Jay Z up there in that billion dollar status is just this incredible beacon of hope um, for people who look like him, people who came from places like he came from, okay. not just in the U.S., yeah. but around the world, for sure.
0: Okay. Zach, we'll have to leave it there, and I really appreciate that you could take time out to speak to us uh, this evening. That there is Zach O'Malley Greenberg, Senior Editor for Media and Entertainment at Forbes magazine, and, uh, of course, the compiler of many of those Forbes lists, in uh, Ngazoo.